0: it's the T-Row in the morning show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. In the pocket, McCardo blocks for him, throws deep ball right side. Johnston got it. Did he get a foot down? Touchdown,
1: TCU. King gets a snap. Time throws. It is incomplete. Zero's on the clock. Ball game. No flags. Alabama wins. Let's get out of here.
2: And they're going to give the ball to Pollard, he busts up the middle, he broke a
3: tackle, right to the 40, chased from behind at the 30, turns left at the 20, to the 10, to the 5, and Pollard with a house call! touchdown
2: tony pollard swing and a fly ball center field coming in julio he makes the catch and the ball game is over the mariners win the wild card series foul
0: third base side sosa racing over foul ground he's under it he's got it they hang on in
2: the ninth and it's a two-nothing shutout over the cardinals a swing and a high fly deep off center field it is gone Oscar Gonzalez sends the Guardians to the Division Series.
3: Now plays the hop. Throw to first is in time. And the Padres have not only captured the moment, they have captured the wild card series. And it's on to Los Angeles. Hey, listen, everybody stay positive out there. Good morning, everybody. What is this? Johnny Cash hurt. We all hurt right now.
2: Okay, Monday, October 10, T-Row in the morning show time. Welcome to the ref here, the homeless Sooner fans, as it is raining to beat the band right now at the uh, Roland Ranch. I can tell on the satellite here it is not raining in Norman. I was going to say, it before hasn't you started here in. yet. <laughs> I don't think it's going to. I think it's moving away from uh, Norman. Oh man, I thought it
3: was supposed to hit here this morning.
2: Well, maybe it will. Yeah, I know the system that's on us right now is headed toward, uh, looks like Guthrie kind of going up that way. But, yeah, it is raining hard. It's been a long time. But apropos, probably, as we start a new week here on The Ref, A1 and Turkey Bacon with you, 49 uh, nothing. the final Saturday in the Cotton Bowl. Texas shuts out Oklahoma for the first time since uh, 1965. If I remember correctly, uh, we will discuss today uh, the Cowboys go into Los Angeles, the Dallas Cowboys, that is, and win yesterday. Mike McCarthy is 4-1 and one without Dak Prescott at quarterback. Interesting, interesting. And we got the Kansas Jayhawks coming to town this weekend. At Owen Field, a lot ticket, to on a Monday morning here, a rainy Monday morning, a depressing Monday morning on the T-Row in the
3: Morning Show. TJ, good morning. How are you today? Hi. Hi, TJ. Hi. I'm all right, I guess. Yeah?
2: Yeah. Well, that's good to hear. Did you guys make it back from the... Uh,
3: Metroplex safely and everything? Uh, yesterday afternoon, yeah, we did. We did. Jeez. Um. Hung around. Stopped and had our babes on the way home in Sanger, which is always good. The weekend was great outside of a three-hour window, you know. Just a tremendous weekend. But, man. Mm-hmm. Those three hours. Was that all it was? <laughs> well, it may have been four. I don't know. <laughs> just, I'm just using that timetable. Yeah. Uh Boy, you guys really ate. You ate like I eat this Woo! weekend. Man, let me tell you. Had Grimaldi's on Thursday. Grimaldi's on Thursday
2: night. We got to what you had at the fair yet.
3: We went to Snuffer's for lunch. Had the uh, classic burger with the cheddar cheese fries loaded. Um, then Friday night, get this. We had two kinds of popcorn at the OU Pep Rally. Two kinds. Jalapeno and regular so we had that mm. for dinner on Friday night, along with some other things. You had things.
2: popcorn for dinner?
3: Yeah. We uh, got to having some fun, and then dinner became secondary, and then, you know, how that goes. You drank uh, your dinner. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> um, then uh, the Fletcher's Corny Dog to start off Saturday morning. We had the Holy Biscuit because we needed something to ho- holy to nourish our uh, souls after the game um Benny Hanna's for dinner saturday night Jeez. and babes on the way home i'm gonna have to go oh, through a food man. detox <laughs> for the next few days holy cow yeah man. yeah oh man we ate well we ate well
2: for some reason that really ticks me off i can't figure out why sure. right huh. now i'm so mad that you
3: i thought you would be proud of us why why is this
2: angering me right now? I don't, I, don't, I don't know.
3: I don't. I don't know why that would anger you. I'm not huh. sure. I'm not sure. I don't know. Why did you eat so much food? Is it's, this like always what you guys do when you go down there? It's, it's, it's always uh, so. Every one of those are tradition. We try to hit Grimaldi. Sometimes we miss Grimaldi's, but we got it Thursday. We always eat snuffers for lunch once I'm done with doing some drop-ins for Plank at noon. We head to Snuffers. I've never heard of Snuffers before. It's a burger place? It's a burger place uh, down in Dallas. They've got right. you know, three or four locations. Um, Saturday, we always get the Fletcher's Corny Dogs. The Holy Biscuit yeah. was new, but we had talked about it all week, and someone, uh, Casey had mentioned it to us Saturday mornings. I said, Casey, Katie's like, let's go try this Holy Biscuit. I'm like, all right. And then we always eat at it used to be Kobe steaks before they closed down. Now the last couple of years, two or three years has been Benny on Saturday night. Yeah. And Babe's on the way home. That's all tradition. Okay. Yeah. Well, you got a lot of traditions going on there. Yeah, we do. A lot of food. So I thought mm-hmm. you would be happy with that. I didn't mean to anger you. Maybe
2: it's born out of jealousy. I don't know. I don't huh. know why why um You get to do a lot with your family when you go down there. There's a lot of uh stuff. There's a lot of stuff right. I, I did get to go to uh, I did get to go to um Papacitos Friday night, which is what we usually do before we'll the there. game with the family that came down. Papacitos but is delicious. Other than that, I think I got some taco casa on the drive home and the drive through That's about <laughs> it. I got a cold corn dog at the fair. Somebody brought um, him up um, It's cold? Well, they brought them up. It was hot, but I can't eat it until no, for a while, you know, booth. so it's like game, and we're all starving and mad and somebody goes, we still got some cold corn dogs back there. And so <laughs> it was pretty gross. I'm but... sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, you know what I did? I did go to a diner. Uh, well, kind of a diner. Yeah, it was a diner. Right around the corner from our hotel, the Omni. Uh I had to go between hotels on Friday, you know. I had to check out of our hotel and go over to the other hotel. And I had a couple hours to kill in between. So I went to a diner and got some breakfast food. I was that's craving good. some breakfast food. But sat there by myself and ate breakfast. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I'm glad you had so much food well, and had a good, delicious if you want to stay after weekend. the
3: game next year, Benny Harness, that's where we'll be. Let me know. I'll make you a reservation with us. Yeah. You don't mean that. I do that's mean okay that. Though. The other people no, that are I'm with us you know they would be anything. more than happy to have you there.
2: Yeah, and there ain't no way that's happening after a loss. So. Well
3: <laughs> it's kind of good to let a guy uh spin some forks around on his finger and shoot shrimp up into his hat after you lose. It it cheers you up a little bit. Not a whole yeah. lot, but a little bit. So <laughs> well. onion choo choo train. I mean it doesn't matter. How love was that? the
2: holy biscuit?
3: It was um not disappointing. I'll say that. It lived up to the uh hype and the little scene setter that you did and uh-huh. was actually really good. It was delicious. It took us a little while to find it, but once we found it, it was uh it was delicious. That's it. It was delicious. It was it was really good. No, really. It was really really good. Um had uh the the uh the uh brisket on it and the the ke- the corn queso was very unusual, but was very good. The biscuit itself was delicious, and they were selling the you know what out of them. We were standing in line waiting forever for that holy biscuit to be made. So I'm going to credit you for that. Yeah. yeah. And we definitely so, deserve credit for that. A um, lot of OU fans standing there getting holy biscuits <laughs> after the game. <laughs> Needed some prayers. Yeah. So, it, no, it was great, it was delicious. Very, oh, very well good. worth the line and the weight. Yeah,
2: I saw Joe got one uh, the night before he was doing the food tour down there in uh, in uh, at the fairgrounds Friday night. So uh, that's good. I was slowly imagining it while you were describing it. So
3: yeah, it was uh, the bacon on it was nice and crisp. Um, like I, I honestly. Like, you had the description, so you know, like, it looked like a big pile of mess. Like, you could not even tell what was on this thing. So, sitting there, trying to describe what I ate, I'm not even sure what it was, but it was an explosion of flavor in my mouth, just as you said it would be. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. You want me to tell you about the crunchy tacos I had at Taco Casa? <laughs> I
3: love Taco Casa. There's <laughs> sometimes a little too much cheese for me, but... That's my uh, favorite part of it, is the yeah, cheese. Yeah, the cheese. Uh, that's yeah. usually what... People on casa love the cheese, so. Uh, yeah. But no, like they're the delicious. I like their hot sauce oh, too. Taco casas hot sauce is big yeah, time. Those are delicious. I'm sorry, yeah. I had benny Hanas that night, and you drove home and ate. You tacos. Had so
2: much food. <laughs> I, I don't. You're not usually a food eater like that. You you're like share petite things. Now and we, just we go did to share eat, the holy eat, biscuit. Eat, Katie and eat. I did.
3: Yeah. If <laughs> you want something to be disappointed about. No,
2: that sounds like something you probably need to share. Mm. I had soup last night. Yeah. That's
3: nice. Yeah, we just had leftovers last night. We had so much food. We just ate leftovers.
2: Well, you think we can make this last for 3 hours? Uh <sighs> just talk, talk I food feel talk. Feel like we've already hit everything. I've got a lot Come of on.
3: other things that don't involve the uh the actual game if we want to stick with them, but do I don't you? know that I don't know that people will let us do that. Yeah.
2: Uh, yeah. I'm willing to talk food for 3 hours if uh <laughs> think we can get away with it
3: we could try (laughs) (sighs) yeah that's no good is it that's no good this is not
2: a good time to have a sports radio show in the state of oklahoma tj and not
3: try to be as positive as we are especially as positive as you are
2: i don't think i'm the positive guy on the station anymore i think i was yeah I was the po- – here's the irony of the whole situation. I was the positive guy on this station when we were going to college football playoffs <laughs> and winning Big 12 championships, and everybody else in the world was mad because we were 9-0, and but true. we weren't quite good that enough. That is true. I was, I was the homer who was saying, guys, we're a pretty good program. But now that we kind of stink, I think that I'm – Wink rank way down the list of positive people on the station so uh yeah, we'll that's, that's, that's that's all
3: true that's all true
2: such a i was such a homer back in those days when we were winning um yeah all right well we'll talk about it i guess i don't know what to say but we'll talk about it 405 329 more than anything let's let's uh open up the lines for therapy today 405 329 You can text the show, Air Comfort Solutions, text line, 405-651-3439. We will hear uh, post-game remarks from Brent Venables a little bit later on in the show as well and uh, probably, hopefully, listen to more of TJ telling us all the food that he ate because that was nice. It is a Monday morning, a rainy Monday in the state of Oklahoma. We'll be back.
0: The T-Row in the morning show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment, your full-line dealer for bad-boy zero-turn mowers, tractors, and implements. I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle Exit 108.
3: Toby and TJ back with you. T-Row in the morning show. This hour brought to you by Norman Regional Health System, the Norman Regional Hospital, the HealthPlex, a number of specialized professionals across the Norman and Moore area. They're here for all of South Central Oklahoma's health care needs. Air Comfort Solutions text line we started today with a test 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 just trying to verify my messages are going through i have religiously sent my king of the mountain pig for the past three weeks between 6 and 9 a.m but they are not being seen pop a fudge after the game on saturday i need this in my life please don't take it from me lol I thought Papa, Papa Fudge, Fudge is a name that we He's yeah. in
2: on the mountain. Colts, Rams, Bengals, Packers, Bills. He's in the contest. There you go, Papa Fudge. His name is on the list. Uh Papa Fudge, I don't know what the problem is. Maybe you're just not hearing TJ read it on the air. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of uh picks that don't make it on the air but get sent to me later. But you are still alive. Uh one, two, three, four. Four people uh fell off this week that had picked the Jaguars. And they lost, but everybody else is still alive, including you, Papa Fudge. <laughs>
3: he's in a picture, too. It says this is Toby the next game, and it's the screenshot from Bob Euchre on Major League where he's in the uh, tank top and just drinking on the air. <laughs> Air's all messed up. <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh, my goodness. The text line has gotten busy suddenly. Uh, good luck today. Thank you. Just tell the truth. Let it all out. <laughs> no lies today, Toby. No, I'll, no try lies. To, I'll try to uh, keep the um, truthful today. What is this? What is this a picture of? Let me see that. Oh, get out of here. Who? What's wrong? That's either someone... Oh, no. I just completely shut down the text line. <laughs> I got so mad there. It was someone... Um. Either a, a Texas fan who has forty nine to nothing hook them on their desk, or that's an uh-huh. OU fan that has been the victim of oh a uh, Texas fan. They've Vandalism. arrived at work and their desk has been vandalized today. Yeah. Oh boy. Oh boy. Um, Toby, have we seen <laughs> yeah. enough of Bevel yet? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's just, that's just your answer. Yeah. Was I the one sticking up for Bevel? No. Yes, we've seen enough for uh, Bevel.
2: Yes, yeah. yes. Let's see. Uh, hopefully, we're going back to Dylan Gabriel this week. So we'll talk. We'll spend plenty of time talking about the quarterback situation.
3: Uh, let's see here. I don't know why we have to accept this team playing like this. We're not Kent State or Florida International. I am a fan, however, I do not condone the players not living up to the Sooner standard of performance. I do not accept our coaching staff planning a losing game plan from the beginning, not adjusting anything throughout the game and completely giving up on the games uh, at or around halftime. These are the past three games, or the worst stretch of three games in the school's history. Based on the results, I'd fire Ted Roof and let it be known that Jeff Levy's days are numbered unless he can get his offense turned around. We deserve better.
2: All right. From John. John is not settling for
3: this. No. He wants it to be known. Okay. One. One, did Muleshoe see this coming? Two, has Brent lost the players already? Three, no faith at all in the third, fourth, fifth string quarterback? Four, are the players just this bad? This is some of their third defensive, uh, this is their third defensive coordinator in five years.
2: Uh, Okay. One, no. Two what was uh, Help me ago, remember these again uh, one did Mule one was see did this coming? Mule she, no, I don't think anybody saw this coming two? two has Brent lost the players already I don't think so, not from what I've heard from inside, but you know I'm not in there.
3: three uh what no faith in all the in the third, fourth, or fifth string quarterbacks?:
2: apparently not apparently not no <laughs> yeah what's next?
3: And four, are the players just that bad? some of these guys are on their third defensive coordinator in five years.
2: I don't think so. No, I don't think it's uh, – I mean, I don't think that our talent is at the level it's been in some other teams recently, but I don't think this is a we've got terrible players situation. I think uh, I think it's just kind of come apart at the seams on them uh, from a confidence standpoint. I think that – and I don't know because I'm not in there um, – but my hunch is that they are trying to learn new things offensively and defensively, and their confidence has been shattered. And that's not an excuse. That's just my evaluation of what I see. I understand there are lots of other schools who have first year head coaches who are also trying to learn new things. So I'm not saying it's a good excuse. I just that's that's kind of what I think has happened here is. Well, well, injuries are part of it. Can't blame everything on injuries, but the quarterback play would have been nice to have Dylan Gabriel out there to give yourself a fighting chance. But the defensive side of things um, is really hard to explain. It's really baffling how a team can look as good as they did through three games and give up 30 points in the first three games and in the next three games give up, I think it's 147
3: that's the yeah, thing. That's the thing that's baffling is, mm-hmm. like you sit and watch it, and it's almost like, I think somebody made this joke a couple of weeks ago, and if they didn't, I'll credit myself. But it's like the monsters took over their body, and yeah. uh, you know they can't do yeah. anything correctly. And I mean, it's just so weird to go from what we saw to the flip that we've seen in the last three weeks to where, yeah. they can't do anything right. They, they can't get mm-hmm. out of their own way. I mean, and you sit there and. You watch it and you're like, how did this team play Nebraska? Mm -hmm. I mean, and I'm not even talking the offensive side of things. So, you know, with Dylan and some other guys healthy, I'm talking about the defensive side of things, just the way they flew to the ball, the the, the hits that they were making, the the plays that they made on defense. It was, it's baffling.
2: Mm -hmm. So. It is. And I don't have any good answers and I'm not going to. Uh, throw out excuses it's unacceptable for the university of oklahoma i again will say what i said last week i feel confident and i think the track record is more than proven that with brent venables here oklahoma is going to play great defense i don't know why they're not right now um nobody's angrier about it than brent but he knows what he's doing, and he's going to get this fixed, whether it's this year or next year. Oklahoma's, uh, you know, they, I feel confident there. The offensive side of the ball is a less proven track record. Jeff Levy has had really good offenses, but for a short amount of time, you know, what, three or four years here. And so that I have less historical track record to lean on that everything's going to be okay on that side of the ball. Uh, I would say that worries me worse right now. Long term, everything's in shambles right now. But long term, I have more concern offensively than defensively just because of the proven track record of of what's going on. Uh, That doesn't mean that I don't believe in Jeff Levy. I'm just saying one guy's been doing it for three or four years and the other guy's been doing it for 30, you know. So... But I, I'm not if you're turning on the radio today saying I bet Toby's got all the answers for how we can fix this, <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't I it's it's uh upsetting, it's mm-hmm. baffling, it's um it's it's gonna be a year that unfortunately and I'm not saying you you I know there's some people who uh, want everybody fired right now and, and start over. That's not gonna happen. Okay, that's not going to happen. And unfortunately, this is going to be a year that we're going to have to trudge through it and hope that we look back and this is a year that set the groundwork for some great things in the future. That's really, you have no other option than to hope for that right now. I'm not saying that's acceptable. I'm not saying that's what any of us hoped it would be. But that's the reality of the situation that, we find ourselves in and the football program finds itself in at three and three is that something positive will come out of this year that we all look back and say, you know, that set the framework and the foundation for the Brent Venables era and the greatness that was to come. And can you, you you know, how the nineties were teach. We haven't been through this in a long time around here. A long, long time. Uh, Texas went five and seven last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of other programs that look around and, and USC, what was USC last year? Four win team, uh, five, four, four or five. Like yeah. Uh, like four. So we haven't done this since 1998. I can't tell you how many times Saturday I said 1998. The last time something happened was 1998. So that's what you got to cross your fingers and hope for if you're a Sooner fan is that Uh, You can trudge through this year, maybe get to six wins so you can keep the bowl streak alive. Uh, Maybe everything clicks. Who knows? I'm not giving up on the possibility that Saturday Saturday they roll out there and everything clicks and, bam, they're back on track and they go nine and three. Seems illogical at this point. But illogical things happen in college, college sports. But getting to six and six right now is going to be a tall test to keep the uh, bowl streak alive. So we'll see.
3: Last one here before we hit break, just because it's a positive one. This came in in the first segment. You two have me smiling this morning.
2: Oh, uh, well, thank you for that. Yeah,
3: well, that's what we're here for. On behalf just of Turkey of Bacon, misery.
2: I'm A1. Uh, uh, Teddy Lehman did bring me some A1 packets. I
3: saw that. I saw that picture of your Saturday. A1 packets.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, ordered a, he ordered a room service steak on Friday night at the hotel. And they brought him A1 packets. And that's, so he that's, that's, brought them to that's me.
3: That's maybe when you need some A1 packets to cover up some things. The room service hotel steak.
2: Yeah. That's not what A1 is for. It's not a bandage <laughs> to cover up some things. It's a delicious condiment. That's right.
3: Yeah, funny too that he would think to bring those to you because yeah. Ted's not never thoughtful seen at all. You know.
2: Well, he's like, I've never seen a one in packets before. I thought you'd like this, and I was like, I haven't seen it either. So I did. <laughs> I put it in my bag. And I've got it right. Here.
3: Have you ever seen a one packets? Mm, I don't recall ever seeing it because that's one thing that I. So I was I was looking through your pictures and I saw that and I said, Wait, what was that? And I flipped back and I said, That's a one in a packet. So mm-hmm. I had. I don't believe I. If I had, I'd forgotten about it, but I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah. How about that? All
2: right. We'll take a break. Uh, what time is it, TJ? Uh, 6.33 in the morning central time. Uh, keep the thoughts rolling in. We'll be back.
0: The Ref. Network studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. Um, uh,
1: really disappointed uh, in how we... How we coached and played today. Uh, hats off to Texas. Texas uh, played very well and capitalized. Uh, you know, particularly in the first half when they needed to. Um, you know, we had some guys that were um, that did not participate uh, today, and I don't think that had anything to do with uh, the outcome of the game. And um, we were good enough. Uh, you know, on both sides of the ball. To be a lot more competitive and have a chance to win the game than what we uh, displayed. Um, you know, from coaching and getting them ready, uh, that responsibility starts with me. And we obviously, I obviously did a, a very poor job of doing that. You know, you know, I lose a game 49 to nothing uh, and have all this great coaching and scheming and uh, everything else, uh, you know, without begin uh, the accountability beginning and ending you know with me. So obviously I've not done a, a great job. I think our players have been incredibly invested uh, through the first half of the season and um, frustrated for them uh, for them not to, uh, to see the, the results that uh, they're all fighting for every single day. Uh, you know some ways it would look like uh, maybe a tired football team. And um, you know there's there's probably you know several reasons. Why? Right now we're having to play uh, near perfect football, and um, and we're just not able to do that right now. So I thought we had um, plenty of opportunities in the first half, uh, where you know if we uh, take advantage of uh, some short fields, uh, execute at a at a better level, help them with play calls, uh, whether we're getting off the field, they had four touchdown drives of. 79 plus yards, um, no quick touchdown drives, Uh, you know, so there's plenty of opportunity within those drives, in my opinion, that we can uh, do a better job of coaching and playing to help us get off the field. I thought we had um, a lot of early momentum in the game, and and, uh, we just could not capitalize, and right now you feel like you you need to play um, close to perfect right now, so we're not... uh, Playing with great confidence and like i said i uh, looking back on it you just look i don't know if it's just a little bit of um uh you know not quite as sharp as we need to be so we'll obviously look at everything and um you know i thought you know one of the critical uh, points in the game was early you know and when we turned the ball over on downs uh you know if first and goal at the eight, and I thought on, you know, earlier downs there, first or second down, we had a, an opportunity to uh, to walk in, and we didn't, and we end up with no points. So, uh, first half not taking advantage of the field position, and then again, not being efficient enough on defense, uh, and their four touchdown drives to to get off the field, you know, and any opportunity that we wanted to get back in the game, you know, we just, uh, you know, didn't have it in the second half. You know, I had 25 yards, uh, 24 yards of offense in the second half. And um, and still, again, uh, game control-wise on, on the defensive side of the ball, uh, we're no better in the second half. So with that, I'll open it up. All
2: right, we'll hear some more from uh, Brent as the morning rolls along. That was his opening statement after uh, the loss on Saturday. What are your thoughts, Teach? Where, uh, where were you sitting, by the way?
3: Section 30, which was the, uh, is kind of the corner. All right. Um, across from the press box? Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, kind of diagonally across from you. All right. Um, my thoughts are, I, I'm just more confused than anything. I just don't understand how they can look as bad as they are. How this isn't Kansas. Like Kansas fans live through this year in and year out. It's why this year's so great for them, even with a close loss to TCU. Like I can't imagine how they went from the first three games and and how Dylan Gabriel made that much of a difference for the offense. Um, when we questioned Dylan quite a bit through those first few games on some of the missed throws that he had, um, I was very confused by the game plan by what their thought was going into this game. I was. He brought up the, um, uh, you know, going for it on the two fourth downs. You know, the first time I was like, all right, you know, see if you can pick this up. The second time I was like, take your points, man. Put points on the board. Kick the field goal. And it just kind of spiraled on him from there and just.
2: You mean the third time? Because they got two. The third time they went for it. The the second time was the fake field goal. The second time was the fake field
3: goal. That's Mm -hmm. right, yeah. So, um, I just. I sat there trying to figure out how bad or how little they must think of General Booty and Nick Evers to not, at some point early on in that game, give those guys a shot and see what they could do. And I I realize you see certain things in practice and you think certain guys may give you the best chance because they perform well in practice, but my thought is, man, if it's going that bad, what if one of those guys just clicks in a game? What what if things just start rolling? Like, you've got to try something. And to me, I felt like, I don't know, I, I, I almost felt like they quit on that thing and said, let's just try to just get out of here without anybody else getting hurt. Let's just make it as simple and base as possible, run some Wildcat, and just get out of here. And it was disappointing. I mean, there's nothing positive you could say about anything from Saturday whatsoever. I mean, it's just... There was nothing good about it on either side of the ball with anything that they looked like they wanted to attempt to do and it was a uh, it was a rough afternoon it was, and there are kids you know my son's age that were not used to that <laughs> we're not we're we're not around in you know the late nineties and ninety eight like you were saying when you referenced back to ninety eight a lot and um that was a rough afternoon for a lot of young ones that I saw in the stands and and a lot of grown adults too i mean it was it was not pretty to watch. In fact, at one point, I'll give the RF Army some credit. We were standing. I was standing, and I don't remember what point of the game it was. It may have been early third quarter. And uh, I'm letting somebody in the aisle, and uh, as he's walking past me, he leans in and he goes, I know whose fault this is. <laughs> and I said, it's TJ's fault. I'll take it. And then he saw the <laughs> sadness in my eyes, and he goes, I'm just messing with you, man. This isn't mm. on you. <laughs> Come on. There's only so much a guy can take. I said, no, no, somebody's got to wear it. I'll wear it. It's my fault. Uh, So it was just disappointing all the way around, man. And I felt. It's TJ's fault. I I sat there at one time feeling like they had quit. Um, And a lot of that had to do with sticking with Davis uh, Bevel. And I just didn't understand it. I didn't understand what they were wanting to do or trying to do and what could possibly be the reason for not giving one of those other guys a shot back there. Mm -hmm. So it's, I mean, there's no answer. I don't, I don't know how to fix it. I mean, nobody does. So it's just. Did you think uh, Dylan was going to play? No, I never did. And, you know, I started getting the text outside of the stadium like that. He had his pads on or he was warming up and he was doing this and that. I just thought it was all smokescreen. I thought, I told you on Friday that I thought, that photo and stuff could have been set up just to make them think that he was practicing and in pads and um I just never thought he was playing. Mm-hmm. So I honestly thought Booty was starting, you know, from some stuff you heard early on in the day. So I I kind of thought that was what was going to happen when we were walking into the stadium.
2: Yeah. Well, I want to talk about the quarterback situation too. We're due a timeout though, so let's hit that on the other side. We'll get some more of your thoughts in as well. Air Comfort Solutions, text line 405 651 We'll be back.
0: The word is spreading, and the REF Army is growing. Keep telling your friends and family that there's only one station for true Sooner fans, and that's the REF Radio Sports Network and worldwide on the KREF app.
3: Toby and TJ back with you. T-Row in the morning show. This hour brought to you by Norman Regional Health System. I'm going to uh, tell you guys now, I'm not going to get to all these text messages. I probably won't get you to what's on You say that every I just, show. I want them to know. Put a little more effort into it. Well, we could do a six-hour show, but I'm telling you right now, what we have on here now, oh, I don't okay. think we'll get through in the three hours, much less what adds on in the next two hours. <laughs> so all right. I'm not your ignoring best. your texts. Do your best. <laughs> I'm trying to get through as many as possible. Uh, Robert and Edmund wants to know, why can't the Sooners and Dallas be good in the same year? Hmm at least you got one I don't got anything Robert hey and the Dallas Cowboys backup quarterback much better than the Oklahoma backup quarterback I think he's
2: better than the Dallas Cowboys (laughs) he might be better than the
3: starter yeah Uh, it's apparent that 10 months ago 10 months of Schmitty has not been enough the last two weeks we've just been completely assaulted also God bless B will not sure where OU would be without him
2: he played his heart out
3: yeah he always does
2: I don't have any idea about the strength and conditioning thing. We uh we laugh about it all the time. I don't know if 10 months of Schmidty hasn't been enough or if it's been too much, been too much. to be honest with you. Right. I don't know if they're tired because they're just worn into the ground because of it or if they were so I mean well I'll just leave it at that. I don't I don't know what the answer is with strength and conditioning.
3: Uh, there's a reason, uh there's a reason bevel was third string at Pitt he looked completely confused what the bleep did I watch Saturday I was so confused with that offense defense ha what defense I've never been ashamed or embarrassed as a sooner Saturday was pretty close to both yeah keep going
2: I want to talk quarterbacks but uh, we're, I want to give myself a full segment here uh, or us a full segment
3: Dwayne enormous says good morning Toby TJ what's your concern level Good morning to Dwayne uh, this says for the TCU game, uh, concern level one to 10, uh, for the rest of the season. 10, 10. Yeah. Concern level, meaning what? Well, how worried you are, I guess, uh, 10 being the worst. I mean, like for what? <laughs> I mean, obviously
2: we're all worried.
3: <laughs> worried for what? Like, I'm worried they don't win another game. Okay. Yeah. Right, I'm worried they're not going to be bowl eligible when they were three and zero and rolling, and people were like, "This is the second best team in the country," and now they can't do anything correctly. So I'm worried they're even going to make a bowl game. Yeah, yeah. Toby may Concerned be calling le- basketball way sooner than he's
2: used to calling it. Concern level is high. Well, um, I can tell you now, uh the day of the Big Twelve Championship oh, is yeah. the Villanova game. There you go. That's right. So I am gonna get to go to Philadelphia <laughs> That's and call right. the Villanova game.
3: I did uh mention that to somebody uh over the weekend about uh mm-hmm. the Big Twelve championship game and uh one, you being available for basketball, and two, how everyone's weekend kind of has opened up for that weekend. So um Let me OU, ask you this. Yeah. Uh OU, so OU basketball
2: plays in the Thanksgiving tournament in Orlando the weekend OU plays Texas Tech in football right we're sending Chad to Orlando to do basketball <laughs> so I can do football should we <laughs> should we flop that
3: no you've got to be there you've got to be there with the team you got to ride uh, it yeah. out but all right um it is uh, Orlando does sound much more appealing at this point no it doesn't
2: Orlando's terrible I'm just saying <laughs> which is of higher value at that point
3: Uh, OU Sooner Girl for Life says, That was one of the worst I've ever seen from OU since the uh, John Blake era. We know Brent is a great defensive coach from Clemson, and he hasn't forgotten defense already. I think the defense was ignored for so long and was so bad going back to Mike Stoops that it's going to take a while to clean that up. Add on to that we don't have a Heisman quarterback who can score at will to overcome bad defense. Brent just needs some time. Love you guys. I have a room in the, ho- I have room in the hot tub.
2: Come on. We're both married men now. Come on now.
3: <laughs> uh, David Bevel should never, and I mean never, should he see the field again the remainder of the season. I don't care if it's late and we're up big. Coaching made a major part, not just the effort of the players. Did he call him David? Uh, yes, he did call him David. Okay. <laughs> I did just read it the way he put it. David yeah. Bevel. Um... Yes, my desk Anybody is... Anybody put their names
2: on these things? Did that guy put his name on it? or? Anything?
3: <laughs> no, he didn't sign it. <laughs> the one with the, uh, the score and the hook in tape on his desk says, Yes, my desk is crap. I can't wait until HR gets here. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody has done it to him? Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see here. Rainy days and Mondays and Cotton Bowl losses always get me down. And yep. then he's got a picture here. That says the real MVP. That's yeah, the beer barn at the fair. <laughs> uh, that is the, that. It was the real MVP on Saturday. Okay. Development, development, development. Talent means nothing right. without development. Give Brent time. Okay. This texter says. Um. Let's see here. I'll get to one more. I guess there won't be too much complaining about Gabriel now. Ha.
2: All right. Very good. Yeah. All right, we'll, uh, we'll we'll try to get through as many of them as we can. A lot of people got to get some stuff off the chest today, to teach. So, uh put your name on it if you uh are going to send it in. 405-651-3439. Uh, we'll continue to talk. I want to talk quarterbacks when we come back.